Hello, and welcome to this special episode of Storied San Francisco. I'm your host, Jeff Hunt. In this podcast, we check in with Carrying Cowgirls' Liz Beeson, whom you met back in Season 2. Liz updates us on getting her minivan, adjusting to quarantine and starting to do visits with her mini dwarf horse and mini donkey a few months in, and her and the mini's participation in Heels Down, Fists Up in response to the murder of George Floyd. And then fire season came early this year. This special episode is part of our Small Business September series. Here's Liz. So um, the last time we talked with Liz was, let's just say early spring of 2019. Mm -hmm. And where we left off your life story and then your story of starting Caring Cowgirl was that you were raising money to get a van. Yes. There was a pun about the van. Am I wrong? What you were calling it? Oh Never mind. Oh my God. Never mind. There was. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out it's later. It's so far ago. Yeah. So, yeah. so you got the van. What happened? Well, <laughs> what um, happened? yeah. So I decided that I, I, I wanted to make this van happen sooner than later. And so I just decided to buy the van as my personal vehicle and use it for carrying cowgirl. Um, and I'm so glad I did because did you know that it takes um, a couple of months to convince a mini donkey to jump in and out of a van? <laughs> I read, thought I read that somewhere, but <laughs> thank you for confirming it. Yes. So, yeah, I got the van, started training the minis to be comfortable with it. I Was put, one better than the other at getting in? Oh, yeah. Um, Shakira. Name, name names. <laughs> Shakira, my dwarf mini horse. Um, was like, cool, 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 whatever. I'm in, I'm out, like, just feed me. Wherever, whatever you're asking me to do, as long as you feed me, I'll do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. um, but the donkey has a higher level of self-preservation. Got it. <laughs> and she always has to think about things, analyze it, process it, wiggle her tail a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she'll go in. Did but we talk about their astrology last time? Like, no. Is she a Virgo? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but if that's what Virgos are, then yeah. I don't, she's I'm just a making shit up, but yeah. <laughs> she's not a Libra. Well, no, it's a little bit Libra to be indecisive. Okay. okay. You know. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we got the van and we started doing what we set out to do was um, visiting folks that could use a little mini break if you will, and um, visiting folks who were confined to their homes. So we would show up and meet them in their um, patio. Um, the sweet elderly lady whose daughter was like, can you please come to my mom's house? Like, you know, she doesn't get that out that much anymore. And she loved horses growing up. And I was like, absolutely. So her daughter had set up like a blanket and bought a bucket of carrots and apples Perfect. for the minis and we just hung out for an, for an afternoon in, in this sweet little lady's patio um, and we were also able to just start training them to be around all of the city noises so we would just show up in you know we were living in Santa Cruz Mountains at that time so we'd show up to downtown Los Gatos with the minis okay um, as part of the training, you mean? As part of the mm -hmm. training to get used to city sounds. And we would just walk up and down the main street and people would be like, what? So many people would like, you know, just like stare at us, 
not believe what they were seeing, park and then come over and say hi. Yes. <laughs> it's like training and advertising. Yeah. In exactly. a weird way. So you so you're like out and meeting people too. Yeah, we were out and about. Fun. We were doing it. We um we had also set up a few appointments with um some large companies in the Bay Area to um you know, kind of give employees a little break from from the crazy monotony of what used to be office life. What's that? Remind? Can we do? It's do we need to do a separate go, podcast about that? It's where they would go into these crazy buildings mm-hmm. with a bunch of people with no mask on and work. Wow. I know. I How did they survive? That's, okay. <laughs> um, and then we were also scheduled to go and visit um, a library and read to the kids and. Okay. Um, we were doing it. We had all these really cute things set up and this things is were exactly, moving, things were happening. exactly what you wanted it to be. Everything was happening. Everything was happening okay. and things were coming to fruition and I was focusing on carrying Cowgirl full time. Um, and then as we all know, the world ended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we went into lockdown and the minis and I and my husband were just hanging out at the ranch, like not wanting to get anyone sick because we didn't know if we were sick or not. And so um, we didn't go anywhere for a few months. And then as we started to learn more about COVID-19 and the fact that if you're wearing masks, if you're staying socially distant, and even better, if you're outside, then it's pretty safe. So then we decided to go to the local park um, and walk around and meet families there. This would have One been family like, at a time. like May, June mm-hmm. or so. Okay. Yep. Okay. So you're just trotting along in the summer. Nice pun. Horse <laughs> pun, if you will. Everything's just prancing along. Just prancing along through COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we all know, the you know we were all trying to figure out how to navigate through the world. So many of us were, you know, in our homes trying to stay safe, trying not to spread it. Um, And we saw um, Mr. George Floyd be murdered basically in front of the whole world. And the whole world marched for him and stood in solidarity for him. The entire world. I've never seen anything like that before in my life. And um, one of the people that marched or should I say trotted in, um, is this badass equestrian named Brianna Noble. And she, you may um, have seen her on the news um, when she rode her horse into downtown Oakland during the first protest. Yes, she did. Um, And she decided to continue to stand in solidarity for the Black Lives Matter movement um, as a black woman herself and as an equestrian in an industry that is so exclusive, right? Right. It's so expensive that a lot of people can't afford it. And so um, she started doing heels down, fists upright. And if you're an equestrian, you get it right away. Heels down is something that you're always told when like you're getting a horseback riding lesson or you're just working on your form. Heels down, heels down. Um, Usually it's heels down, toes up, but this is heels down, fists up. You know, you put your fists up when you're protesting. Fuck yeah. Um, So she was inviting um, BIPOC equestrians and allies um, to ride their horses with her 
and have a moment of silence for um, the Black Lives Matter movement and the lives lost. Um, and just to show that the equestrian world should be all of the colors because it is. But it just isn't in magazines. It isn't in, you know, many other places that you think of when you think of people riding horses. Right. Um, so yeah, so I went to a Heels Down Fist Up event with the minis. I was the only lady with uh, minis and awesome. people, I was like, are you sure? Is it okay if I come? Because I know a lot of big horses have never seen little horses. They might freak out. Yeah. She was like, all are welcome. Yes. And I nice. get there and she sees me and she's like, the minis are here. I was like, oh my God, she talked to me. Oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> little starstruck. Yeah, totally. But then she... Then it's like she's just an awesome person. Yeah, she's just she's an awesome, that's just, all. She's just fucking amazing yeah. superhero. Cool. Um, but yeah, she runs a nonprofit. Um, it's called the Humble Project, and she teaches kids that uh, she teaches horseback riding lessons to kids that may not be able to afford it. Okay. And that's amazing. Where and does she? Where is she? She's in um, Briones, I believe. Okay. Which is over there okay on yeah the oakland side got it north of oakland i believe yeah part of the bay area that's always warm yeah let's just call exactly it. Yeah. exactly um so yeah so the minis and i or carrying cowgirl i should say um we're helping brianna noble and humble project and we're volunteering with them awesome to put on another heels down for upright in san francisco okay y'all are in the planning stage right yeah. now okay yeah, so we were doing that, um, and yeah. All summer. Yeah. And then do you want to talk about where you literally are right now? Well, a lot happened since that time, um, which was only like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, uh, we're sitting here in San Francisco, back in my old neighborhood in Patrol Hill, um, because we just moved here a couple days ago. Um, about two weeks ago, we had a freak dry lightning storm that caused a bunch of fires. It hit our road, and so there was a fire at 3 o'clock in the morning on our road, and we were sitting there figuring out, like, do we evacuate now? Do we wait? What's happening? The firefighters were able to put it out right away because the other fires that we now know as CZU and LNU and... All these other fires around California that happened that night, they hadn't grown right. to the size that they are now. But that um, one that hit by your house, is that was it like, like a thunderclap that you said you thought was an earthquake? Is that how close it was? That's how close okay. it was. The thunder was so close. We woke up at like 3 a.m. and we thought it was an earthquake. And I was like, right. oh my God. And I started Googling like earthquake, da da da, nothing. And then um, as soon as I'm Googling that, I get a text message from my neighbor saying there's a fire on Brush Road. And then as I'm reading that, I'm looking out the window and the sky is lit up at three o'clock in the morning from lightning. And so... <laughs> right. And, and remember, this was the storm that was not... Like, it was predicted, but no one caught... Or forecasts, I should no say. No one forecast. No one either. It, if they did, they didn't pay attention to that. Yeah. Everyone was just like, it's so warm. Yeah. Yay. And he, yay. Um, luckily, we didn't have to evacuate that night. Okay. The fire department was able to get to us really quickly and pull it out. But they said that it was 
categorized as an aggressive fire um, and it burned three acres just within minutes. I, I just imagine what would have happened if that fire had started a few days later when all of the firefighters were all over California trying to fight these bigger fires. Right. Um, so my husband and I did not even mess with that. Um, by Wednesday, we had packed up the minis and ourselves and said goodbye to most of our worldly possessions, thinking if the winds change and the CZU fire does reach us, you know, we have each other, we've got our basics, we're out of here. We're not taking a chance. So we did. And my husband's work is, is amazing and they put us up in a hotel. Awesome. <clears throat> and so because we were able to be in San Francisco and we were thinking about moving back anyway, um, we found a place within days. Thanks to the COVID economy. Thanks to the COVID economy. And all the suckers who've been leaving the city. Thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. We love you on this podcast. Because as you know, the last time we spoke, we also talked about how my husband and I had been priced out of San Francisco. We were living in this neighborhood in Patrol Hill, paying, um, it was something around $3,000. And the new owner raised the rent to $8,500. And she did this legally. And that blew my mind. So that's why we had gone to the San Cruz Mountains to lick our wounds, chill out. Um, but now, thanks to COVID, um, a lot of people have left the cities. Um, and rents are super low. Rents are starting to get back to where um, they should be for like a normal person with a normal job which is you know which is how the world should work yeah normal people with normal jobs should be able to afford rent in that city where Sorry. that job is i should have done that away it, from the mic no i like the scream it's, it's important what's it like to be back in the city i mean besides the obvious um it's actually kind of nice I feel like all the stores are closed it's weird <laughs> Well, let's let's um, look on the brighter side. Um, all the restaurants are outside now. That's great. Mm -hmm. um, more people are spending time outside and more strangers want to connect with other strangers. And the last time I chatted with you guys, I was like, I'm that girl that loves to talk to strangers. Right. So this is great. I love, yeah. I love that aspect. Yeah. I am heartbroken that so many people have gotten sick and passed away. Mm -hmm. I am heartbroken because, um, you know, wearing a mask has now become a political stance. Right. Um, I'm heartbroken because the Black Lives Matter movement had to happen. Um, but I stand for that movement and I will fight for that movement. Um, and. <laughs> Yeah, it just seems like the whole world is upside down. Mm -hmm. But you got to pick out the little victories every single day yeah. and live in the day. Or even the moment if the day is a little too heavy. And so since uh, you and your husband's relocation back to San Francisco, what happened to the minis? So the minis, um, my friend Dale Johnson, who is also another badass equestrian, uh, polo player, look him up. Um, he was able to, within minutes, help me find a place for them. Um, and it's in Half Moon Bay at Madonna Creek Ranch. And so if you'd like to schedule a visit with the minis, you can come and meet me there. And bonus, if you're of age, 
Um, there is a winery on the property. It's called um, La Nevia, okay. and it's this beautiful winery on this beautiful property in Half Moon Bay. And how do people get in touch with you to schedule that th those meetings? They can they can go onto all of the social media platforms and find me. It's the same handle for all. It's Caring Cowgirl, um, and our website is caringcowgirl.org. That was Liz Beeson. On the next special episode of Storied San Francisco, we'll check up on Dino Medardo Rosso. That drops Friday. Tomorrow, we'll be back with our regular weekly episode, Del Seymour of Tenderloin Walking Tours. Music for Storied San Francisco is by Otis McDonald. Photography is by Michelle Kilfeather. The show is hosted and produced by me. Michelle and I have produced more than 120 episodes over the last three years, and you can find them all over at our website, storiedsf.com. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, as well as just about everywhere you can listen to podcasts. Please subscribe to stay up to date on all the content we publish. And if you have any feedback for us, or you just want to say hi, our email is storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Stay strong, stay safe, and stay healthy.